Hey foodies, it's Jamie here. Food Network Obsessed is off this week for the holiday, but we wanted to leave you with a little treat to listen to while we're gone. You're about to hear episode one of Cooked and Booked, a new podcast from Food Network. Hosted by Sunny Anderson, Cooked and Booked is the podcast where true crime and food get blitzed, blended, and baked into one delicious dish. In this episode, you'll hear about an all-out ice cream truck turf war in Manhattan. Mr. Softy versus New York ice cream. Yes, the government had to step in to stop this feud. I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll catch you foodies next week. From Food Network, this is Cooked and Booked. Welcome. This is our first episode of the podcast where food and true crime get blitzed, blended, and baked into one deliciously dangerous dish. Get out of here, Mr. Ice Cream Truck Master P himself. There it is. See, I sussed it out. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Don't bring your blood war into my ice cream adventure. I'm your host, Sunny Anderson. I got my start on Food Network years ago with Emeril Lagasse and currently co-host The Kitchen as well as other fun shows on Food Network. I'm also the author of a New York Times best-selling cookbook, Sunny's Kitchen, Easy Food for Real Life. And as a home cook, I love sharing my down-to-earth recipes on TV, but I actually got my start in radio. I traveled the world as a radio journalist with the Air Force, then as a veteran continued my career as a radio DJ before landing my dream job at the station WQHT Hot 97 in New York. My life has definitely changed quite a bit since then, but really, a lot of my passions have stayed the same. I still love sitting down in front of a microphone or just having a good chat in general, and I can't wait for you and me to enjoy this series together. I've also got some great guests lined up. I'm bringing you true stories of scams, heists, and criminal capers with tasty twists, so be prepared for some shocks and surprises along the way. Speaking of twists, If you like the chocolate and vanilla kind, have we got a story for you. Today, we're talking about a gritty New York City turf war that's led to physical threats, private eyes, and millions in fines. It's NYC's Ice Cream Truck Turf War. And content warning alert, this episode contains descriptions of physical violence. Listener discretion is advised. Now... Let's chew on this. I'm joined by Charles Holmes. He's a writer and podcast host at The Ringer, and his work has been featured in Rolling Stone, Billboard, and Complex. Hello, Charles. Yo, what's going on? I'm one half of the Midnight Boys. Pew, pew. Make sure you tap into Ringerverse coming out every single week. But I'm very excited today to be on Cooked and Book and to talk about a very icy crime. Well, I'm happy to have you here. Did you have ice cream trucks where you grew up? Of course, but I was not one of those children who would run after because I was always like, I shouldn't have to run. He sees me. And then the other thing about the ice cream truck, I'm very, very embarrassed to say it. I have an old person's taste in ice cream. Can you guess what my favorite ice cream bar was from the ice cream, man? If you like the old person, it's one of two things. It's what they used to call the Nutty Buddy. Kind of close. Or I was thinking it's that Push Pop, the orange sherbet Push Pop thingy. I'm a strawberry shortcake man. You know the (sighs) strawberry shortcake pops? 
Yeah, yeah those with, the, are delicious. with the strawberry in the middle. And the crumbling on the outside? Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That's an old person treat. I had really sensitive teeth growing up. I was I needed a cone that you licked or something, or I like the the red, white, and blue pop. I would do the nutty buddy, but you have to bite into that to really get to the good part. So I, I didn't really do yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start with the delicious part first. How would you describe Mr. Softy ice cream? Hmm? It's a summer delicacy, especially in New York. You've got the swirl. You got the picture of the guy with an ice cream cone for his head. And Mr. Softy even has their very own jingle that just, man, even for years, they would get in trouble for the noise ordinance of that thing. It's different from all the various songs of ice cream chucks and what they tend to use. Mr. Softy was distinct, huh? Oh, that was when when you knew it was summer. When you hear that, Mr. Softy, I'm like, all right, we're taking off the Tims, all right? <laughs> And we're putting on the flats. We going. It's time to party. I, I feel like, you know, it doesn't work these days. When we were growing up, but you know, my era, we were always outside. Our parents expected us to be outside from sun up to, you know, street lights on. Drinking water from the hose. I was skinning my knees and not putting Band-Aids on it. Like, you know, we came home like pig pen, really dirty. And if we were lucky, our parents gave us a couple of bucks in our pocket just in case the ice cream truck came around. But nine times out of ten, you'd have to run home, beg and ask and plead for the money, and then run to the truck. And sometimes it was like missing the school bus in the morning. You had to run to the next block to get it. So, you know, it was a delicacy for us kids. If you got it, you were special. All right, moving on. Mr. Softy was founded in the 50s in Philadelphia by two brothers, William and James Conway. And it's still owned by the Conway family. It's two Conway cousins who who run it now. Their corporate headquarters are in New Jersey, though they have trucks all over the country. Naturally, New York has always been a big hotspot for them. Hey, here's the thing: we it's we're we're a grid, all right. And when mm-hmm. Mr. Softy comes down, it's a little easier for the kids to run him down. There's a lot more traffic. I grew up in New Jersey. Once Mr. Softy was off your block, I'm like. Man, I got to be Usain Bolt to catch him. Like, he's already like a mile away. (laughs) Forget about it, right? (laughs) All right. So, uh, well, about a decade ago, someone else saw potential in the New York ice cream market. Demetrios Circos was not new to the ice cream scene. He'd actually been a nearly 30-year operator for Mr. Softy, but lately he was finding his franchise owners were not, in his opinion— Softies. Mr. Softy had charged each franchisee a $3,400 fee every year, plus a cut from every gallon of soft surge sold. You want to sell official Mr. Softy ice cream? You gotta pay corporate. But Demetrios thought, enough with that. I'm not paying anymore, and I'm starting my own business. And he did, with a fleet of 12 trucks. Any idea what he named it? No, but I'm so intrigued. I'm, just for now, I can back out of this at any time. I'm on Demetrios' side, okay? My man, Mr. Softy, he was just like, I'm the only game in town. What are you going to do? And if you're an enterprising young gentleman uh, who's grown up in a hard scrabble life, you got to step out on your own. You got to go out on your own too, baby. Start your own Mr. Softy If I brand. could regale you... With a quote from one of the best movies ever made, 
coming to America. Ours is McDowell's. See, they're McDonald's. They've got the golden (laughs) arches. We've got the golden arcs, right? (laughs) They've got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mick. So where's the problem? (laughs) And that's exactly what Demetrios was trying to do. So he called his, not Mr. Softy, but Master Softy. Get out of here, Mr. Ice Cream Truck, Master P himself. I love love this. (laughs) I love this. Now, okay, in early 2014, he went from Mr. to Master, and not surprisingly, the original Mr. had a problem with that. In pretty short order, Mr. Softy sues Master Softy for trademark infringement. Because did I mention this new upstart was also using the same kind of blue and white color scheme and had a similar looking mascot? Here's the mm-hmm. thing, though. Yeah. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Don't be Okay. Okay, Jay-Z up, versus you know? Nas. I'm just, I hear you. I'm just saying. You just, <laughs> Master Softy, I need to hear a little bit more. But yeah. right now, it just feels like they're not letting him cook. Okay? Or they're not letting yeah. him swirl. They're not letting him be great. They're not. They're not. We'll see. <laughs> allegedly. All right. So he had literally taken some of his trucks, slightly altered the name, and changed the cone head ice cream guy from a wafer cone to a waffle cone. Right. Then he kept the tuxedo as well. Okay. I mean, this. Let's keep things formal, right? It's ice cream. It's Mr. It's Master Softy. He's got to look like he knows what he's doing. Was it the same jingle though? Because if it was me. Like, I'm going, like, so icy. I'm icy! Or I'm doing, like, (laughs) drop it like it's hot. I'm just doing something that really can touch the culture. Interpolate, you know? My ice cream brings all the kids to the yard. I don't know. You can do some things with it. You can do some things. Throw some 808s on that jingle. Really get (laughs) the streets going. The kids are like, Master Softy is for the people. Mr. Softy, (laughs) he don't care about us like that. Wow. See, you're, I, I don't know. I feel like you're choosing the criminal side here. Let's see how this plays out. So later <laughs> on that year, a judge sided with the original Mr. Softy and banned Master Softy, the imposter from the streets of New York. In her ruling, the judge calls children unsophisticated consumers. Kind of harsh talking about the kids because in reality it's the parents that are buying it, but okay. But her (laughs) point is, kids may see Master Softy, the knockoff, and think they're getting the real deal Mr. Softy. I'm not not riding with this. When I was a kid, I wasn't looking (laughs) up the ice cream truck to be like, oh, word, is this the... Is this the Trader Joe's ice cream or is this the real deal? I was like, no, just give me the high fructose corn syrup and keep it pushing. So (laughs) I'm a little, I'm still a little bit on Master Softy's side because have you ever met a kid, even when you were a kid, were you ever just like, man, this off-brand ice cream truck. I guess I'll wait until the real deal comes around. Like, no. Yeah. Ice cream was ice cream was ice cream. Kids don't care. Kids will eat anything that is sweet and, like, Mm -hmm. frozen and looks like it is ice cream. Like, have you ever had, like, the SpongeBob ice pops with the gumballs that are just really hard and nasty? Like... Kids eat that How and it's, dare like, it's so you. delicious. And I'm like, it is not. How dare you? There will be no ice cream or SpongeBob slander on my... How dare you? The Powerpuff ones are terrible. The Bugs Bunny <laughs> ones were terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> Bottom say. of the barrel. All right, really quick. Really yes. quick. If we're mm-hmm. just going to grade... Yeah. 
the ice cream truck, like ice cream. All right, mm-hmm. we're gonna go with the soft serve up top first. Okay, okay yeah, 100%. I can do a nice hot fudge. I can do that, or that hard shell where they dip it and it's hard and crunchy. I'll hard take shell, that every time. Rocking with it. Sometimes even if we're being like back when you was a little kid and the shoddies were around, and I want to show them that I'm like. I ain't like these other guys. I'm leveled up. You would get You're some right. of the fruit mixed in. You were just like, hey, I'm on a different level. This is some high, high, this is the bare level cuisine. And then after that, you drop off a cliff. Powerpuff, any, honestly, any candy, ice pop, bad. I'm feeling like you don't like cartoons, and that's really the issue here. I'm feeling like I love your parents made I you watch them. educational things instead of cartoons, and so you've got a vendetta against cool cartoon candy. I lived with my grandparents and they made me watch C-SPAN. I was like... There it, it is. It See, I sussed it out. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> okay, let's get back to this. Okay, so now remember, the, the judge ruled against Master Softy, okay, and said that the kids might be unsophisticated consumers and all that stuff. Uh, she also tells Demetrios he owes Mr. Softy $97,000. Oh, Spoiler man. alert. He doesn't pay. This guy is truly unbothered in the sense of the word completely. In 2015, less than a year after the judge's ruling, he's back. And this time with a fleet of white trucks and a new name. Very bland, but it did the job. New York ice cream. Mm, This is like Titty Boy going to 2 chains. Swishes up on you. You You thought Master Softy was out for the count. And he's like, nah, I got a second wind in me. I feel, I feel Master Softy. Go get yours. <laughs> Two chains. Some people don't know that story, <laughs> that he got it together and changed his name. Now, now, there's some other rappers we could list that need to change their name, but that's not this. We can just, we're going to have a DM party after this. We're going to just talk about we can, it. We can sidebar. Yeah, we can sidebar till the end of sidebarring, all right? <laughs> um, all right, so New York Ice Cream is the name of his new Master Softy after the judge wagged the finger at him. And he did that less than a year after uh, getting caught and getting told he had to stop. And why start small? You know, Mr. Uh, New York Ice Cream then decides to order an extra scoop of trouble. Basically, Demetrios decides Midtown Manhattan now belongs to New York Ice Cream. It's turf wars. And if Mr. Softy tries to impose, it's not going to be pretty. A Mr. Softy operator told the New York Times in 2016 that if his drivers attempt to go into Midtown, the other guys from New York Ice Cream will drive their trucks over and surround him, literally trapping the truck in. Then they'll start banging on the windows. Yo, this is so raw. I'm not even going to hold you. This is so... I'm... Master Softy is a G. He's like, no, 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 no. Y'all thought y'all could get away with me. I hate to bring up the wire, but this is Marlowe territory. All right? Guys, I know. Mr. Softy got a little soft. Okay? I know that was an easy one. And Master Softy was just like, y'all tried to put me away, but I'm coming back, and I'm coming back stronger than ever. And, and, why does Mr. Softy need Midtown? That's my question. Why does he need Midtown Manhattan? You just made the judge's point in that you refuse to call it New York ice cream. You're still calling this man Master Softy. And that Master lets Softy you know. Master Softy is such a good name. 
It was a good name, but that's why it had to end because it was so similar to Mr. Softy. So, see, you're on the judge's side here. And I, you you want to go to the wire. I want to take it back to colonial times. They circled the wagons on this guy, basically saying, now you can't leave and now you can't do business here. So the whole banging on the windows and everything, obviously that's, you know, 2016 when this happens. Uh, but talk about a rocky road. Get it? But um, shh. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Full disclosure, I am not a dad, and that was a dad joke. Another Mr. Softy driver told the Times he was staying out of Midtown and carrying a baseball bat just in case. You never know what it's about to get a little sticky in yeah. New York City. So the, all the drivers, you know, when one driver starts talking, the, the rest of the drivers start chiming in, you know, like, me too. This happened to me as well. So other drivers said this too. And in 2016, a Mr. Softy driver told the CBC that he was trained by a veteran driver who carries a bat, though personally, he opts to keep a machete in his truck. A machete. This is where the story starts to become really troubling for me. It's scary. Because, because this is ice cream. It's ice cream and children. Yeah. Children are outside. They need role models. If they're looking at these ice cream men carrying on, they can't be adults and use their words about this. Then where are we going as a society? It's ice cream. Don't bring your blood war into my ice cream adventure. That's just a no-go. It's ice cream, right? It's ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it's starting to sound like the sixth season of The Wire. This is Gangs of New York. So you've got this fight going on in the streets as well as in the courts. Remember that case I told you about from 2014? Demetrios mm -hmm. has never paid the fees. So the judge holds him in contempt of court and lets him know, you now owe more than $700,000 to Mr. Softy. Oh, no. In another court ruling, New York Ice Cream, formerly Master Softy, was banned from certain areas of Midtown Manhattan. But guess what? That ban expired at the end of 2016. So by summer of 2017, the New York Ice Cream drivers were cracking their knuckles and eyeing Midtown like Tony Soprano. Bada bing, you can't keep a good ice cream man down. That's what that's what the laws are trying to do. The judge is trying to say, hey, you can't you can't chase your ice cream dreams. And you know what Master Softy says to that? Hmm. This is uh this can't last very, very long. And it's gonna be a cold summer. And I I for one, I'm still I'm still kind of in favor of this uh entrepreneur right now. I think we're being a little bit harsh on him. Kinda. You are all in with Mr. <laughs> New York Ice Cream, a.k.a. Master Softy. You are all in, Charles. Here's the thing. Hmm. If we're going to be real. Be real. Let's go ice cream for ice cream. Let's let the consumers decide. At this point, like, we're talking about names. We're talking all about this. We're not talking about, is your soft serve silky? Does it get the streets pumped? That's all that matters here. You're really smart when you say that, Charles, because it's like in Philadelphia, right? Pat and Gino's right across from each other. Hey, man, let the consumers tell us which is best. We, we're just hey. going to hang out right next to each other. And and you kind of get residual because when I went to visit, I did both. So, you know, if people want to figure out which is best, they got to buy both. They should have teamed up. You're spot on with this, okay? But people that are criminals and trying to get that guap or a.k.a. that money, <laughs> the, the battle is is not something that they are going to give up. So it wages on. And at this point, the New York Post is reporting that Mr. Softy has 
hired a group of private eyes to spy on the New York ice cream trucks. The lead investigator on this case tells the Post that his job is literally to keep tabs on the opposition and make sure they're not playing the special Mr. Softy jingle. Like, what are we doing? This is why, what did I say earlier in the episode? I said, Master Softy needed to throw some 808s on that, put some (laughs) bass in it, get the streets going, and we wouldn't have had any problems, okay? You know, you're right about that. And and then also, he would have to have changed the color scheme, changed the logo, and it's a lot. You're thinking it's just the song, but a lot was going on there when the infringement. That's why he lost. I mean, come on, you're really on his side. This is unbelievable. Okay, so now... uh, (laughs) This is coming from the New York Post, uh, but this investigator claims it's like a mafia turf war out there, and that this guy's been threatened by New York ice cream drivers coming after them with metal pipes. So we have graduated. We we have graduated from bats to machetes to metal pipes. Which is going to do most damage, Charles? Which do you think? I know the answer. Oh, if I here's the thing. If I see someone with a machete running down. That is another scary feeling. A baseball bat is whatever. I could take a couple hits. I could take two or three hits from a baseball bat and kind of be fine. A machete, yeah, I'm not messing around with that. A metal pipe, I think I could. I think I could take four or five whacks of that. It's cool. Was that not the question you just asked me? That's not. Like, it was the question. Not but me to, definitely not to the rank. answers I expected. Did you just watch some kind of karate movie or something? You feeling tough right now? Because neither one of those do I want to face off in the New York City streets. But okay, Charles. I've been watching okay, like, tough like some guy. Shaw Brothers martial arts oh, God, movies geez. in my free time, and I've just been wondering if somebody is going to like hurt me with a weapon. How many of those? Like how many whacks can I take? And machete. It's just that, that's a one. It's one. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 one and done with any of those if they hit you in the right place. What's interesting to me is, you know, as a PI, it's like you're going to see some pretty crazy stuff, right? But aggressive ice cream truck drivers with pipes, th- that's just unbelievable. But if we go back to the earlier in the story, mm-hmm. these ice cream drivers, they got to they already got to shave a lot of the profit off top because every single gallon of that soft serve going back to Mr. Softy up top, okay? You're right. And you're you right. got to pay how much were we saying it was like almost $4,000 in fees, you know, yeah. just to be a part of this franchise. So if if that's me and I got to feed my family, it's if it's between you and and take a food off my plate, I see why you would have a metal pipe. But Charles Holmes is not condoning any violence here on Cooked and Booked. All right. I just, okay. You put that disclaimer down, but everything I'm hearing is to the contrary. This is learning a lot about you today, Charles. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so listen, from there, the news of the feud kind of quiets down, but that doesn't mean that trouble stopped brewing. In fact, people were busy behind the scenes. We jump ahead to the summer of 2019 and bring in then mayor Bill de Blasio, who announces it's time for Operation Meltdown. <laughs> we'll scoop that up next. Operation Meltdown was a real name, by the way. Literally what it said at the top of the mayor's 2019 press release. 
you already know whoever was in de Blasio's office who came mm-hmm. up with Operation Meltdown was like, I got him with this one. It was just like they woke up out of a dream and wrote it down on a napkin. Like, when I go into the office next week, it's going to kill. I'm getting that promotion. I always <laughs> yeah, how much time of the taxpayer's dollar do they spend on naming these things? You know, I would just be like Operation 1, Operation 2, Operation 3. They get real <laughs> cute with these titles, but, you know, whatever. Nah, you got to... You have to have pride in your work. And whoever was just like Operation Meltdown was like, hey, this is all I'm doing this year, but it's going to stick. Yeah, it's, it's, someone's got to do the job. So Operation Meltdown, it's uh, going down. 46 ice cream trucks seized. Why? Traffic tickets and not just a couple. How many traffic tickets were these? I, I already know. If you got The minute you turn to the machete and metal pipe life, you are not... I've had my car seized. Can I try to guess? I actually don't know how many. Let me guess. Guess. What would be the monetary value of those tickets, you think? Oh, we're probably talking millions, especially if they're not being paid. I would say maybe like 1.5, 2, maybe. Okay, well, drop the 1 and keep the 5 because these truck operators were accused of evading $4.5 million worth of fines in the past decade. Oh, no. Yeah, that works out to about Mm -hmm. 22,000 violations. Everything Mm -hmm. from running red lights, parking too close to the fire hydrants, blocking crosswalks, that kind of thing. de Blasio's office said the 46 trucks they seized all had at least $10,000 each in unpaid fines. In my car, when it got towed, I had two tickets. And I was broke. You know what happened? They kept it. Because in order to get it out, I had to have insurance. And in order to get insurance, I had to have this. And in order to get that, I had it was a, a circle of I didn't have the money. And I just said, you know what? I don't need that car. And I left it there in the lot and somebody got it in auction. I hope they're enjoying it to this day. Okay? You and Master yeah. Softy was riding dirty. I didn't know this about you. Listen, um, I did not know when this. you're broke, things Wanna happen. Riding dirty. I was riding, you know, it was dirty. I was just riding broke. I should have put it in the garage, but I didn't have the money. Don't even, you don't even got to say anything more. Okay, yeah, man. Check engine light was on, everything. I just, man, all right, sorry, this is not confessions with Sonny. This is cooked and booked. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, the owner of those scofflaw trucks, Come on now. Our old friend Demetrius. He was the founder of the New York ice cream company, Master Softy himself. So see, Operation Meltdown was just looking for the trucks and getting the money out of them because they knew that they had tickets and stuff. They pick them up and that's when they realize the owner of the trucks is the second guy, the guy you like, Mr. Master Softy himself, Demetrios. Once again. Hold on, there's another layer to this ice cream cake, Charles. So each time one of his vendors would get a ticket, instead of paying it, they go to the DMV and re-register their truck under a different company name. And they'd use a shell corporation that didn't actually have a bank account. So that way, they didn't have to pay. Pretty sneaky, huh? Master Softy is playing 4D chess on him. This is why you can't even, like... You, you can't hate the player, hate the Mr. Softy game. This man is a genius. He's thinking on an ice cream level. 
that has not been attempted since Ben and Jerry's, if we're going to be real about it. <laughs> He's in those memes where it's like we say, this guy is living in the year 3000. He is completely thought ahead. Um, but, you know, they always get caught. What am I sensing right now? You mm-hmm. are starting to become a fan of Master Softy as well. Absolutely I? not. I am for the law. <laughs> as a veteran, I wish you could see me now, but I'm doing the hand with a thumb. I, I want a steak on every table. And uh, Mr. Softy funds in every kid's pocket, okay? So so are you, are you ready for this? Absolutely. Uh, when he re-registered these uh, New York ice cream trucks into different companies, I've got some of those fake names that they are using. Are you ready? Please hit me with <laughs> I, did, I did some research, okay. okay. Candyland Ice Cream Inc. Like it. Twirly Twirl Ice Inc. Little, we're getting a little lazy already. Very Berry Ice Inc. Oh, I would I would buy I would buy an ice cream from Very Berry. Very Berry. Ooh. You're gonna really like this one, Charles. It's my favorite. Ice Boys. With a Z? Yeah, you know it's with a Z. <laughs> I knew it. See, this is when they started getting a little too cute because my man was just like, all right, just put a Z on Ice Boys. What <sighs> I see, and this is the thing, I really need to know when. This Ice Boys name was created. Like, what time are we talking about in American recorded music history? Are we talking about <laughs> Young Jeezy, Gucci Mane, so icy? Are we talking about Pharrell, Snoop Dogg, I- Bape, Ice Cream? Like, when did he? What did he see on MTV Jams? And he's like, this we is the, ice the De Blasio Boys era. This is the De Blasio era. So, I mean. <laughs> This is happening in in modern times. This is post Jeezy. This is post boys Z to men. You know, don't act like the Z hasn't been happening for years. Come on. Oh, I mean, the the Z has been happening for years. I just, I was just wondering, is Master Softy finally realizing, A, we need to be a little bit more in touch with our consumer base and what what is happening on Hot 97 even at the time. <laughs> no, but we, we, you know what I will tell you is, is they were spending so much time with this fake paperwork. It's kind of like the, the feud just cooled down. They were really just getting into the business of it, right? And they were just like mm. mad scientists in the office place shuffling papers and getting it done. Uh, so since Operation Meltdown, Demetrios has managed to stay out of the limelight. What's happening to all these ice cream trucks then? Okay, well, here we go. More generally, there just aren't as many ice cream trucks as there used to be. Now, this breaks my heart, but in 2022, the New York Times reported that inflation has come for the ice cream truck. <sighs> and this is this is a story as old as time. Old capitalism coming for the mom-and-pop ice cream trucks. You hate to see it. Well... I can name right now on two fingers two of my favorite ice cream places in their stationary brick-and-mortar vibes. It's it's Mike's Ice Cream, right? He's got the cool flavors. And then there's Big Gay Ice Cream. They got the cool flavors. So I'll go to them instead of running after the truck. And, you know, the, the selection in the truck hasn't changed, but I've grown. So I need things elevated. You know what I mean? So I can kind of understand how uh. these trucks are having a hard time. Plus... We've got so many other food trucks, and where, where do you go as an ice cream truck? What we're really talking about here, and the underlying current of this, is that Mr. Softy, Master Softy, the Ice Boys, whatever have you, 
they were suffering from the fact that ice cream technology during this time just went out the, like, was just on another level. Ben and Jerry's knocks down. Now you have big gay ice cream. You have all these places that are doing stuff with ice cream that is like Jetsons level. If Mm -hmm. I could tell my six, seven, eight-year-old self, be like, yo, wait until you're like 25, 30. The ice cream that y'all will be eating will be like the year 3000. They're going to be putting entire cakes into the Ice cream. They do. They, right. they spread it out on the cold thing and they roll it up into yep. little roll-ups. It's the social media thing. And they want the ice cream to look cool. Like, how many times can you take a picture of a Nutty Buddy, right? They're delicious, but they look the same. But to have something that's got, like, psychedelic colors and cake folded in, you're right. And, and truly, this all happened because the ice cream itself, it actually costs more. Fuel costs more. So the trucks run on diesel, which can cost $7 a gallon at times. And then there's the sprinkles. Apparently, a 25-pound box of sprinkles now costs $60. That's double what it cost a year prior. Are these sprinkles made of gold, platinum? What's going on? When you're, it's it's taking you $60 to buy some sprinkles, what's happened to this country we love so much? That's my question. Hot take corner really quick. Hot take corner. Yeah, hit me with it. I'm not on that sprinkles life. I like if you add sprinkles to my ice cream, I am like, get it out of here. I don't like sprinkles. They're like the glitter of food. They're, it's just unnecessary. They're just everywhere, and they don't taste good. What's wrong with glitter? Who hurt you? Who I, hurt so, you, Charles? And you, you know that I'm actually spitting a little. Like, <laughs> sprinkles are the worst topping that you can put on ice cream. What? The worst. No, actually, raisins would be the worst, but sprinkles are very close. Oh, yeah. Okay, who puts raisins? Like, you're Now you're just, you know, you're just <laughs> pulling stuff out there. But, yeah, it would be disgusting. There would be hard little nuggets you crack your teeth on. Man, you're crazy. All right, so listen, there's other things, too. It's not just the cost of the food, uh, but the permits and registrations cost more, and there's more competition from brick-and-mortar stores that we were talking about, like mm-hmm. the the Mike's and the, the big gay ice creams and other places. And drivers are at their wit's end. It's crazy in the city. Now they've got the congestion pricing and stuff like that. So the Times talked to the executive director of the North American Ice Cream Association. Bet you didn't know there's something like that. And he said that the ice cream truck is, quote, unfortunately becoming a thing of the past. I don't want to live in a world where I can't hear the ice cream truck jingle. That is a part of the firmament, the fabric of American life. And if I'm voted president, I will make sure the ice cream trucks are safe and secure. Okay, Roosevelt. You're breaking my heart. This episode started out very, not upbeat, but it started with a mischievous bent. And now it is getting very, very depressing. How's it my fault? You started this talking about you had some hot takes on ice cream. You're bringing raisins into the game plan. You're hating on sprinkles. If you asked me, know you'd that be... I the ice cream truck was about to die. I, when it... I walked in to do this podcast, nobody was just like, hey, just to let you know, we're doing an episode on how ice cream trucks, yeah, those are a thing of the past. They're dinosaurs. Oh. All right, listen. <laughs> I mean, it's going to come back if business picks up, right? That That's supply and demand. And so, you know, if, if you want to create uh, some more supply for your ice cream, you must demand it. So you're in New York, Charles. You, go, you need to go out and do your part. When was the last time you partook in ice cream truck chasing down and buying? 
Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. See, now I'm part of the See? problem because I'm living a different life, all right? For the first time— oh, Here we go. Uh, I-, I could stack some bread. I'm a gelato man now. They don't know. They oh. really don't know that. I'm trying to put my boys on this, this gelato life. My, my brother, the first time I took him, he's like, yo, what's gelato? I'm like, I'm about to blow your mind. So I'm part of the problem. I'm part of the problem if we're going to be real. <laughs> I'm bougie. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm leaving I'm the room. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, you are bad and bougie. <laughs> you are bad and bougie. Why'd they leave you off the song, though? Because you over here looking for Ooh. New York ice cream, a.k.a. Master Softy. <sighs> Charles. Charles, Charles, Charles. <laughs> if it's not at the gelato shop, what's the best place for our listeners to find you? Uh, you can read all my writing on the best website on theplanetringer.com. You can find me every week on The Midnight Boys Pew Pew, where we talk about your favorite and not-so-favorite TV shows in an instant reaction format. Tap it. Why do y'all pew pew? It's so violent. That's gun noises. No, pew pew. Pew pew is very, is very childlike. It is, it is a... My pew pew It is pew, not pew. like... Yeah, you, you do it nice like a pew pew. Do you have something? Should we do like a flex bomb? Like a Midnight Boys. Boom. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I like adult men with cute little childish uh, sound effects so guys keep it you guys are winning over there you guys have such a fun podcast so I hope our listeners check it out Charles thank you so much for coming and hanging out and talking about sweet stuff thank you it's been an honor shout out the ice boys stay out there keep getting it <laughs> <laughs> they're out of business dude <laughs> this guy All right, stick with us throughout the season for more tales of bad eggs, fishy scams, and culinary capers. I'm Sunny Anderson, and this is Cooked and Booked. Cooked and Booked is produced by Paradiso Media for Food Network. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts. And we'd love it if you take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let's finish this dish. Since Operation Meltdown in 2019, Demetrios Serkos has stayed out of the news. A Facebook page with his name lists his occupation as, quote, owner at New York Ice Cream Company, end quote. I hope you guys liked the episode. Be sure to follow Cooked and Booked wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday and some episodes coming up You'll hear about a food critic who blows the lid off the Michelin star system and how a Napa Valley man scammed the elite wine world into buying millions of dollars of fake vintage wine. I know I'm excited for more episodes, so listen to Cooked and Booked wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week.